Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Love That For You podcast. Um, before Julie and I get into this episode, I just wanted to give a quick heads up um, about this episode. Julie and I do talk about some some things that are a little heavy, can be a little emotional. We talk about you know Trigger life and uh, death and just some, some harsh realities um, about life. So just want to give you the heads up before diving in here, if you're not in you know, the, the best spot to listen to a uh, episode like this. Don't feel like you, you need to proceed. And for those that do, we hope you enjoy. Hello. Oh, that's loud for me. Hello. Okay. That's pretty good. Hello. I just got a text message from my mom that she picked up my wedding dress. And then I was just thinking, I wonder what Pat thinks my wedding dress looks like. Hmm. Why don't you try and describe what you think it looks like? I guess we're just going to jump right into this episode. <laughs> Hi, guys. Just start start grilling me with hard questions. Yeah. First off, welcome back, everybody. Yeah. Another ooh, Whoa. Another week of Love That For You. We're, we're happy to have you here. Um, yeah. yeah. Julia was just grilling me with a question about her wedding dress. You don't have to narrate it. and she asked what do i think it looks like so i'm gonna say i bet it's white well you're wrong there i'm right there no you're wrong this past week no dresses uh, we were down at the beach and you were talking about the tan lines on your back being visible Mm. so i bet it's a low cut back i think you already knew that though probably i would have guessed it just Mm -hmm. kind of i feel like knowing what you like yeah i bet it's simple i bet it has like very thin shoulder straps. Okay. I bet it goes down and has like a little thing in the front. I don't know the terms. Why like do you think that? I just am kind of guessing right now. Okay. I bet it is just like one design or no design the whole way down. Okay. Like it's just all white and sleek and shiny. And I bet it's not that long. Not like that it, long? Well, it has like a, tr- a train, but not like a very long one. I hope so. You hope so? <laughs> My yeah, mom e- just... Even though we're married, I still have not seen Julia's wedding dress. Well, why would you see it? I haven't worn it. You haven't worn it's it. been sitting in like a closet somewhere for like a year and a half now. I know. It's crazy. Um, but my mom just picked it up today which is really fun. And now we have to go get it altered and everything. We're about like, what is that noise? I don't know. We're about like three months out now. Yeah. Which seems like a long time because of how long we've been waiting. But um, yeah, I think these next three months are going to fly by. They're going to fly by because it's summer. And also because I think we'll like by like August, September, we are going to start like having a lot more to do. Just like finalize stuff. What? (laughs) Our dog is, we used to put Willow in the crate when we would record, but recently we haven't been. She's, what's she doing? She's like, don't look at me. I'm just chewing my bone. She just grabbed a bone. She uh, usually. You're going to hear her bone probably. Yeah. You might hear the bone. If she lays on the couch and just eats it, that's fine. But sometimes she'll throw it on the hardwood and kick it around. Yeah. It's destructive. So anyway. This past weekend, we were at the beach. We hadn't seen mm-hmm. my family um, in a while because we were away for so long. Um, so we decided, and we haven't seen your family either, but we decided to go hang out. It was my parents, my older brother, and us. Mm-hmm. And we had just like a fun dinner, beach weekend, kind of relaxed, like didn't really do much. And it was fun. Yeah, it was good. It was a good weekend. It was good to see some of the the family members that we, because of the road trip and California thing, we hadn't seen in a while. It was good to, you know, get away from our apartment to just go sit at the beach. And we actually had pretty decent weather down there, I'd say. Yeah. We were able to sit on the beach and... Yeah. It was our first beach weekend and it's already like mid-July. And then my, we're not going to be able to go to the house in August Mm-hmm. because my parents are renting it out for the month so that kind of yeah. stinks but good for them so mm-hmm. we're not gonna be able to go there so uh yeah so it was kind of like maybe our last beach weekend until september wow 
I know. Sad. That makes very, summer fly by. Yeah. It's, so it's very different than last summer when we were living, living at there. the beach. Yeah. So every weekend was a beach weekend. But yeah. Yeah. It's actually real quick to get into it a little bit. Um, on the drive back, leaving the weekend at the beach and we were, I think Julie and I were both feeling, I mean, a nostalgic, like leaving the beach. You know, it's like always a nice break. You know, I feel like it's always that, um, like after a vacation ends or like after holidays, there's always this like feeling of like probably sadness. And it's kind of like a Sunday night mixed with like after you have a big party mm-hmm. celebration. And it wasn't either of those things. I mean, it was yeah. like Sunday, but yeah. And it was. So we were in the car driving back and we started thinking or started talking about like that feeling and like what it is. And it's, it's a hard one to, I think, fully put our finger on. This has nothing to and do with today's episode. We no, just not really, to but just something to talk, talk about. And, um, it, it's like such a, we were talking and it's like, you know, next time we go to the beach, if it's September or when, whenever we go, it's like Willow will be a different dog. We'll be talking about different things. Um, you know, we'll be super close to the wedding. So, like, at that point, summer will effectively be over. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, some things just, like, come and go so fast. And, like, it, it's a hard... I forget how it really came up. Because I feel like you... This has grown on me because of you in, like, not a great way. Because I think that, like, you were always... Whenever we would do something with your family, like every time we would leave, you would be so sad mm-hmm. in a good way, but also just like sad because nothing is ever going to be like that moment. Yeah. And it's really hard to like live in the moment. And I think this past weekend, because we were talking a lot about wedding stuff and it was really fun. And I know that that day is going to go by so quick and it's going to be so much fun and then it's going to be over and it's just going to be like, that is like a life thing that we will never do again. And yeah. my parents will never do that with their daughter again and my brothers and friends and it's just like so we just I just started getting like sad and I forget like what my like first reasoning was like why did I start feeling like I don't know I think it's like also like every time I'm with my parents I like see them differently Mm -hmm. or I'm just like I get very anxious about like them getting old. I think we've started, they've started to talk about like, what are they going to do with our childhood home? Where do they want to go? Where do they want to be? And now that like Pat and I are married, it kind of come like become as a package and it's not just like me and my parents anymore. It's like Pat and I will go see my parents and they talk about like, where are you guys going to be living? Like when you Mm -hmm. talk about kids, like we just talk about so many like future things. And like my dad is very emotional about like one day selling our house Because I think that's like, it's literally an end. Like he got married to my mom, lived in that house for still now is what, 28 years, raised his entire family there. And now they're thinking about leaving. And that's like leaving a lifetime. Yeah. Like it's just weird. Yeah. It's, I think when I think about like looking forward to that, like the excitement of when your parents bought that house and like I think about the excitement of like what we're doing we moved into this and like now we're making these decisions about like what the hell do we want our life to be and look like yeah and it's you know what what the next step for like our conversation was what we were talking about was like this is such a harsh reality of like one like time keeps going like there's no yeah. way to you like you can't stop it. You can't stop it. You can't take a screenshot and it like freeze time and everything be there. It's like you've got to find a way to like I don't know embrace and enjoy what you're doing. And then the other part that is all of this is like a harsh reality is like people age mm-hmm. and things change. And like I don't know. I think that was always what when I was always so emotional following holidays or vacations, it was like, it will never be that way, the way it was ever again. Mm-hmm. Like everything is always changing. And I think that gets um, like emphasized with kids because I think about like, okay, when my first niece showed up, it was like, oh, the first, you know, Christmas with her was awesome. She was so excited. And then the next year it was like, and you don't see them that often. Yeah, you don't see you them. You miss all. like the entire year and then you yeah. see them again. Yeah, and things change and then it's like um 
like the the families start to get older. Like the the evolution with my family was crazy because I mean, one, it's a big family. Kids started showing up rapidly, and people moved away. So there were holidays where it was like, okay, we were all together, and then the next year, one sibling wasn't there, and then mm-hmm. the next year, two siblings weren't there. So it's just like everything was even like when you were younger. Yeah, or I mean, even now, like I've come to terms with it. Like it's fine. Oh, if now, someone's not but there, I'm like, yeah. You know, our our two big holidays are Thanksgiving and Christmas. And it's like, I know people, like my family very, very, very rarely ever gets everybody all together. Yeah. And that's like, we've talked about like the downside of you having such a big family Yeah, is that, and it's like, you guys are so lucky that you're all healthy Mm -hmm. and like whatever. And it's just like, there will be a point where yeah. that's not true or that's not the case because yeah. there's so many people that you have to care about and have to think about because your family is so big and same with every family. But it's like, I try to like, I hate that I do this, but I don't know if it's a good or a bad thing, but I feel like I try to prepare myself for like what's going to happen. And that's me like, that's my anxiety and that's living in the future and you're supposed to just live in the present. But it's like, I we have to kind of prepare yourself for that one day when you know, hopefully it's not like tragic, but like something happens, something yeah. it's just like, and every time we leave a really good weekend, that's like where my thoughts go. I'm like, okay, well that was great. And there's going to be one moment where I'm going to be like looking back, like, I didn't think I could handle what I thought was going to happen or like, I don't yeah. know. It's just like very weird yeah. to think about. And it's, yeah. It, it is very weird and like, Sometimes Obviously, I put I'm us emotional. in a situation and I'm like, how would we handle something like that? Like, I don't know yeah. what it would be like. I don't know, like, how it will work. It's, it will. Yeah. It will. Yeah. Well, I think about, yeah, I mean, that situation is coming. And, it, like, it's almost naive of me to even say that, that that situation is coming with other people. Something could happen to us. Yeah. Right, something could happen. Like our little life right here. No, but I think what we're saying is like, even if it if something did happen to us, like there will still be times in our life where something happens to some people that we love. Like that is still like a given. Yeah. So it's kind of like that's just the point we're making. Like, yeah, it's not about like worrying about like our life. It's worrying about you know the people in it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean. I feel like we should keep this as like the theme of this episode now. <laughs> I kind of feel like we're into it and I feel like the conversation can keep going. I mean, yeah, I don't know. There's... Yeah. It's a hard conversation. So just to kind of like take a step back, Julia and I, when we, we started having this conversation on the car ride and the reality is of like family members aging and changing and everything going differently is a harsh reality. Mm-hmm. Like we were talking about like, you know, every time I see my parents, I'm like, I see them as getting older. And, you know, I said, I was like, well, that's better than the opposite. Yeah. And it is, but it's still like an ongoing hard pill to swallow. And like, so we were in the car, we were talking like, oh, could we do a podcast episode about this where we like just talk about some of like the harsh realities of mm-hmm. of life. And... We, we weren't sure we could turn it into a full episode. And um, we also weren't sure we wanted to turn it into a full episode because it is kind of like sad. It is kind of demotivating. It is kind of... Yeah, it's more on the negative end. Yeah, it's definitely more on the negative end. Because you had brought up other stuff like not just about that, but about like your friends aren't going to be your friends in 20 years. Maybe you're yeah. a lot. 50% of marriages end in divorce. Yeah. Like it's kind of... This is so depressing, but yeah. it's just... Well, let's just keep it that Let's just keep this as the episode. We'll cancel. So we were... We'll just, because we were going to introduce that, and then we're like, oh, we need to switch it to... We were going to talk about red flags in uh, relationships, which we can save that for another yeah. episode. We'll be able to come back to that. But I feel like now that we're also into this episode, we need to put a disclaimer at the beginning, and we'll record it at the end, yeah. and put something at the beginning that says, like... Make sure you're in a good spot to listen to this episode because mm-hmm. this isn't going to be yeah, your happy-go-lucky episode. Um, but I think at the end, the turning point will be. Yeah, I, I think so. The point of this is to be like, 
you know, enjoying where you are, enjoying the moment, being like knowing what is actually important in your life yeah. and forgetting about the rest. Yeah. There definitely are, I think, some good, um, Willow's useful... licking her butt right now. So, yeah. <laughs> like, nothing matters, Willow. Just go to town. <laughs> go to town. And, um, <laughs> there definitely are like some positive emotions to pull from like understanding some of these harsh realities, but they are. I mean, they're called harsh realities because they are harsh. I think that like what I try and do, I think probably like every other day, this is what I'm doing in my mind is like preparing myself for situations that I think will actually mentally kill me. Yeah. And it's so hard because I'm like, I don't want to be doing this. Like this isn't going to happen, like whatever. And then I'm like, I need to know that like I'm going to be okay if some of these situations happen. If something happened to you, if something happened to my family, like if something happens to me i don't know like you never know what's gonna happen and and you can't really prepare for those situations but i think like yeah i I think i i am afraid to like talk about them out loud because i think that something will happen (laughs) yeah two things um yeah this is one of those things where it's like i don't know what the answer is and i don't know how you like, do you prepare yourself? Yeah. For like, some are you of supposed to realities? I don't know what you do. Like, yeah, there are things you can do to help prepare yourself for, you know, the passing of a loved one. Like, yeah. Well, it's you also can, not about just preparing. Not, yeah. Like, I think that like sometimes like every time you walk out the door, you say, I love you. Like no yeah. matter what condition we're in mm-hmm. and you say it like five times and sometimes I'm like, all right, I get it. Yeah. But like, I understand like the reason behind just like, it's kind of like you're not preparing yourself for something, but you're just like always kind of thinking about like what's really important and you know thing little things that you do every day to be like i'm always thinking about like the possibility of something not going my way whether that's as simple as like a job thing or as big as like life yeah you know yeah yeah it's um that whole like i love you thing i have done that with you forever in your own family you do with everyone yeah, with my family. that you love it's so funny when i talk to my niece uh my oldest niece kaylin and she's 18 i think she's so funny and like i'll call her and be like hey we'll be at your house in two minutes we're coming over yeah. she's like okay and i'm like all right love you bye and she immediately goes all right love you too and then yeah we hang up. you all and do it's that like, it's so in the moment meaningless mm-hmm. but big picture i think it's so nice because I mean, I, I hate like to bring it around or, around death, but like so many people and so many close passes away. It's like, I wish I could tell you or I wish I told you I loved you more. A lot of people I are very afraid of saying that. Yeah. And love is like a vulnerable emotion. Yeah. And it's funny. I have some of my guy friends that when I talk to them on the phone, I'll like say like, all right, love you. Chat yeah. soon. And yeah. it's. Some say I, it back. Some don't. Yeah. Some say it back. Some are like. All right. Haha, leave me alone, loser. Yeah. And it's funny, it's, but it's it's like true. Like It is true. It is. The word but, love saying it is very like I think some people grow up not hearing it. Yeah. And then for them saying it is very, very hard and weird. Mm-hmm. Like some and it's like when I have conversations with my family, sometimes we're saying it and sometimes we're not. Yeah. And I think it's just kind of like depending on the conversation and whatever. Yeah. Um Your dad says it a lot. A lot, yeah. So does Ethan. My little yeah. brother. Yeah. You, your mom, and Corey, I feel like yeah, don't I think say it, it as much. Yeah. But. Uh, the, the other point I was going to make, how you said even talking about these things is um, not scary, but it feels like, okay, if we talk about it, then we're like putting it out I know, there and I accepting know. that That's something That's why might I, I think about it in my head all the yeah. time. So there's a... Uh, Brene Brown. Brene? Brene. With a B? Is her name. Yeah, B-R-E-N-E Brown. Let's get her I think that's podcast. how you pronounce it. She's like a super like <laughs> Tony Robbins type level. Uh-huh. Like she's a so she has a um I think it's a TED talk she did. She had it recorded and put on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And one of her big things is I'm totally like me. I'm misquoting this and like not exactly sure the purpose of it. But one of her big points is like everybody does that. Like when something good happens, Mm -hmm. we are all trained to fear 
if that good thing happened, what bad thing yeah. is about to happen? Yeah. Why? Or, I don't know. <laughs> and and she says, like, that's just the story we tell ourselves that if, like, yeah. you know, the ebbs and flows, the highs and lows, like, if I'm at a high, that means a low is coming. Which is, like, and- kind of true. Because kind of. life is about highs and lows. There's always going to be both. Like, there is. There is always both. Yeah, there is always both. But it, it, I think... Like, we're afraid to talk about some of these harsh realities because it's almost us, like, like mocking them. Like, mm-hmm. saying, like, oh, haha, I'm comfortable to talk about this. Like, Yeah, that's how know, it feels. And, and like, you don't want to, like, press any buttons. Yeah, yeah, exactly. With, with heaven. Like, yeah, with, with, <laughs> with karma, whatever. With, yeah. And it's like... I don't think it works that way. No, I don't think it does either. But you're right. I mean, yeah, I always feel that way. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, me too. I can't leave um, something like so fun without, or like, you know, yeah. the weekend with your family, like, oh, that was so great. That was an awesome weekend. Right, without something being bad's sad. coming. And I probably honestly think that probably plays into, so we got back here Sunday and like pretty quickly on Monday, we were kind of like, not down in the dumps, but like. Yeah, it's just like. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, which no. I think everyone feels after like a really good weekend, and that means it was a good weekend. Yeah, like, that's how we should be thinking about it. Yeah, but so I was sipping my coffee. Mm. I remember, um, I think this one girl. It was kind of similar to what you're talking about with Brene or whatever. But this one girl was. This was a long time ago, and she was on a talk show. I don't know if it was like Ellen or DeGeneres or something like that, but she was talking about how her whole entire life up until this point, she was so afraid of getting cancer. For some reason, that was just like something mm-hmm. that she was so afraid of for years. She was just like, it was her biggest fear. And then I don't know what age she was, but she got cancer. Yeah. And she was talking about it on the talk show. I I assume that she was okay. I don't know what ended up happening to her. Yeah. But I think that's like another thing that's always in my mind. It's like when you think about something enough and you're so afraid, you're either like, Oh, well, I think about this so much all the time. It's probably not going to happen because I'm always thinking about it. Like, what are the chances? Yeah. And I don't know, like, even what my point is, like, if that's, like, her saying, like, like, yeah, anything can happen. So Mm -hmm. it's almost like there's no point in fearing because you just don't know. And all you can do is, like, do your best. Yeah. But. Yeah, I think what you just said is, like, kind of the point of us having this conversation in this episode is, like, Like this woman who was so afraid or like show so um, enamored with cancer and she was going to get it. She was going to get it. And she did. And she did get it, which means that she was probably prepared for it. Right. And I think that's like the purpose is like, look, some of these harsh realities are terrible to think about. Mm -hmm. But when you acknowledge that they're all going to happen or potentially happen a certain way, then like, then you you can be okay with it when it happens. And it's not like there's not going to be. So like, okay, here's, here's, and we have a couple written down. Here's one of the ones that's probably a, uh, not so emotional, harsh reality. Ready? Mm -hmm. You're not going to become a millionaire, right? That is like the chances of becoming a millionaire are, like they're growing more and more people are becoming millionaires, but the odds and chances of becoming a millionaire are stacked against you. Doesn't mean stop working to become a millionaire. Doesn't mean stop like setting that as a goal, but come to terms and understand that, yeah, it might not happen. There are a lot of things that have to go right. And a lot of things that could go wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, and that might end up, you're not going to become a millionaire. I think that's nowadays though more, uh, I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm saying nowadays it's more of a goal that is acceptable to like try. I completely agree. It's, like a billionaire would be something else. Yeah. I mean, know? even a billionaire, like there are becoming more and more billionaires. Yeah. There, I mean, it, this is like statistical data. Like yeah. there are becoming more billionaires. There are becoming more millionaires. Yeah doesn't mean that everybody's becoming a gonna become a millionaire and that's like kind of a harsh reality because to me the so to the way that works in my mind is 
like, yes, I want to be a millionaire. I want to be a millionaire today. I'm willing to work as hard as I can to become a millionaire at some point. Mm -hmm. And that's great. Like I should have that goal and I should work towards that. But I also need to be okay with the realization that I might not become a millionaire. And I, I saw a, um, uh, like not a meme, I don't know, like a motivational post. And it was like the the process of becoming, and this was like a financially, uh, uh, a financially focused, uh, Instagram that had this post. It was like, uh, the goal isn't at the top of the mountain to just be a millionaire and think you're going to be so happy there. Yeah. Like you have to actually fall have in love goal. with the process of becoming a millionaire. Yeah. And, and that's when it comes to terms to be like, okay, I like the work I do. I like the challenge. I like growth. A goal is the million, but if I don't get there, then at least I'm still doing what I like. Mm -hmm. You're just saying like trying to prepare yourself for. Yeah. Trying yeah. to prepare yourself for the, for the reality that you might not be. Well, that's like it. another like non-emotional kind of whatever reality is like. When before I started my blog, you know, I had two mental states. I was one mm -hmm. where I was like, I'm not going to stop working until I get this because this is what I want. And I know that I can do this. Yeah. And like that is that should be enough. And then I had the other side of me that was like, OK, well, if this doesn't happen, what else am I going to be happy with? And I hated that part of my like my thoughts because I was like, that is not how people achieve goals. You don't mm -hmm. have a backup. Like you're not supposed to have a backup. You're supposed to just keep going and never stop because the only people yeah. that don't succeed are the ones that like give up. So I was like, I'm not giving up and I didn't. Yeah. But I think like, it, yeah, it's hard to tell everyone to think like that. And I think like me having that like backup, like, am I going to be, I never really came to terms with something I was going to be happy with, but I think I was preparing myself for the reality of like, well, this might not happen. Yep. Or something could happen. Yeah. Something could happen to my business. Something could happen to, yeah, I can go down a dark hole. Something else <laughs> positive could happen. Right. Right? Like but some, for some reason, we focus on the negatives. Yeah. There could be a hundred positives and two negatives, and we are humans. <laughs> yeah. I think mostly are focused on the negatives. Yeah. And why, why is that? Like, we are focused on the two out of the hundred bad, two percent. Like, yeah. I think it's just like more of an emotional reaction, the negative. So it like just, tricks your brain more and like it's yeah yeah i don't know what it is about that but i feel like we do focus on the the negative i mean i think with your job and your business like obviously the opportunity to grow and evolve is huge mm -hmm. like you know you, you can um you know grow your business into huge as big as you can mm -hmm. but when you think about like pursuing that, I think the natural like reaction is, but what if I fail or, but what if it doesn't grow? And then I end up mm -hmm. you're like, oh, maybe I should just get a nine to five so I can have stability. Mm -hmm. And we're all, I think like innately trained to, trained to think that way. Like, but the, the flip side is like, but what if it does go right? And I rarely think but about what that. If it goes better than I, I planned. know. You know, and that is it, like a rare thought. Yeah. I'm more often thinking about what's the bad part that could, like what's negative about it than I am like, wow, what if I, what if I succeed my expectations and 10 times that? Yeah. Well, I think about, you know, I think we've talked about it on here. Like Julie and I are considering, I mean, our lease is coming up here in Philadelphia. We're considering moving. Mm -hmm. We're considering moving to California. Mm-hmm. Everything that gets in our way of doing that is all of the, but this might happen yeah. train of thought, right? We keep saying, but that'll be too far from our family, but maybe we can't afford the, you know, the cost of living in California, but maybe all the bad things when in reality, if we could figure out a way to be like, but what if everything right, could, does go right there? What if we find a place that we love? What if we find a place? What if we find people we love? Yeah. What if we make a connection to... What if I have you this know. amazing job opportunity that comes out there exactly. and I'm so thankful that I went? Yeah. Like, what if, you, yeah, anything. Yeah. It's, I know. And I want us to be more like intentional about thinking like that. Yeah. I was just listening to a podcast earlier 
and these two girls, it's their podcast, and they were talking about the one is going through like, um, her her name's JC. You guys probably might like follow their podcast, but she's going through like a lot of fertility issues, mm-hmm. or she's going through all that. And she was just talking about how she was go. They went to the they had a doctor's appointment, and I guess like there's certain things you have to do that are probably uncomfortable and like whatever. And she kept saying to her husband, she's like, I can't do this, I can't do this. And he was like, Why don't you just say that you can do it, even if you don't think? Yeah. And she was like, Okay, I can do this. And he was like, Wow, I like love hearing you say that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just like she had like a realization of like, Oh my god, like we don't really say those things. Like we're just so negative, and it just. It's yeah. like, even if you just say them without even thinking, it's like when you, I just had an example that popped into my head, but I forget it already. Yeah. Well, it's, f- oh um, no. It's like when people are like, just smile, even if you're really unhappy and eventually you'll just start feeling happy. Yeah. I don't know if that's like really works, but it's kind of like, just you can trick yourself, trick into, yourself. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think being intentional about it is a huge first step, right? Like, when you're in the moment, you're having these doubts, you're having these, right? Take a step back, acknowledge that you're having these bad, negative thoughts, and just flip it, right? I need I a think, therapist to come on here and I know talk about like... I think we need to do that when we think about some of the stuff think, we're doing with yeah, our life. But I think it's okay that we're not doing that. I think it would, it's like a starting point would be like, okay, we're talking about maybe moving to California and we're like, but we're going to be so far away from our family. But like our next thought after that should be like one of us saying, okay, but let's say something good. Yeah. Like you should just counterbalance it with yeah. something good. Like you don't always have to be like, let's just be positive. Let's just, because that's never going to happen. Yeah. It has Those to are the be worst like, people. yeah, well it has to be like, okay, look, we just spent five minutes complaining and worrying. Now let's spend three minutes talking about the good things and like yeah. leave the conversation in a positive note. Yeah. Because, then you're just like negative conversation after negative conversation or negative thought after negative thought instead of like at least trying to be positive. Mm-hmm. And then you're by the end of the day, you're like, okay, all of that negative, no, those negative things I talked about actually turned into positive things, even if I was forcing it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I'm a therapist. I'm, so call me Dr. Julia. <laughs> Dr. Julia. I'm better at those things than you are. Yeah, you are. Very much so. Yeah. I feel like a lot of times we'll have conversations and I've, you know, just to put it out there, a lot of your mornings sometimes mm-hmm. are pretty difficult when um, it's like, I do right, I wake s- up in a negative space a lot and I yeah. don't know what that is about. Yeah. I need to have a morning routine. Like people talk about their morning routines, like it changes their life. And I definitely don't really have one. Yeah. You kind of do, but I feel like so many times in the morning, I've got to be like <laughs> scared aligning you. <laughs> Like first I got to align myself then I've got to align you on like a different path because if I let you go on the path you're on like God bless us all. I know. I don't know. It really does like mornings really do for everyone. I think start their day and if I start my morning on a negative note, it really does affect me. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's tough. Why were you going to say? I feel like you're about to say something. No, I was just saying that I'm better than you at that because I'm better than you. But is it because you like force it? I think it's, I probably more believe in the power of like mindset. I know it scares me. Like I don't think of myself as a negative person because I think I'm not. But I think like over time I've become a little bit more like, I mean, I've always been like a worried person. So Mm -hmm. that is in my blood, but yeah. 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 All right. Here's another harsh reality for you. Okay. Um, so. I hope you guys are still okay and listening. I know. Gosh. I'm like coming in and out of like tears. We'll do something happy next week. Yeah. <laughs> another harsh reality is that um, 50% of all marriages end in divorce. Yeah, we had said that. And uh, I just saw a stat that is 41% of all first marriages end in divorce you know i really do believe that and i also feel Mm. like i see it with people yeah which is uh crazy for me to sit here and like look at you and think there's a 40 percent chance at some point down the road we will be Mm -hmm. divorced like that is but is is the statistic 41 percent of first marriages end in divorce by a certain age 
I didn't read that far. I think that would make more sense because like, I don't know. I'm not like naive to say that like 100% we will never get divorced. I don't think we will. I hope we don't. Yeah. I think that we are a good match and I think that we are like smart people in our relationship. I do feel like I can sense and see relationships that are with whether you're really young or whether like I think a lot of people in relationships, it's easy to tell if they're settling for each other. Mm-hmm. Like that happens so much, especially now. Yeah. Or they're just a really bad match, but they are like not seeing it. You know, like I think that you have to be, you have to be smart when you get into a relationship and a marriage. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I think everybody thinks they are. Yeah. Right. That's the hard part is, I mean, if I ask anybody, any of my friends, family, coworkers who are married and say, you know, did you go into this relationship intelligently? Did you think about this? Did you, everybody's like, yeah, No, I don't think so. We know people that have had, that have been married and gotten divorced quickly. And Mm -hmm. I think then they look back and they're like, I saw these things and I ignored them. A lot of things, a lot of times. Yeah, but there's no like playbook on like, no, okay, if, if there's this red flag, that means you're gonna, you shouldn't do it. Like, no, but there's like an intuition. I don't think people are like, like, yeah, gut okay, feelings. but, okay, but, all right, if you're feeling some of those things, what does that mean? Like, don't get married? Like, it depends you, you what still it is. Can. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it just depends. There's no, I don't think there's any way to know or, uh, who knows? Maybe there is a way to know or predict which marriages are going to end or work out or not. And no, there's but I, not. I don't think there is. No. And that's hard. And the hard part, I mean, I think, you know, I mean, we know the demographics of a lot of our listeners and, you know, age wise. I think one of the hard things is like I'm sitting here right now thinking about our relationship. Like, obviously, I don't want our marriage to, you know, end in that way. In what way? Divorce. But the other thing that I'm thinking about is my families, my parents, Mm -hmm. my, you know, everybody around me. Like, there's going to be a point where all of my friends and family members are married, and I'm going to look at 10 of them and say, statistically, five of you Mm -hmm. are going to end up divorced. And I know that's going to create a lot of pain for you. I know that's Mm going to create a lot of struggle. I know that's going to create a lot of, you know, change. And that sucks. But right now that is the truth yeah i think it doesn't always the thing is what you're saying like 41 percent end in divorce that doesn't mean that all of those that end in divorce are unhappy bad divorces no true like you know what i mean like divorce like what we said on a podcast before sometimes is not a bad thing for people so that's not what you go into a marriage hoping for. No. But you could be 30 years into that marriage and you both be like, we're just done. We don't want to be married anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I, it's a I different topic. That, but Yeah. That it means anything about, you know, don't get divorced. That's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Because I think divorce a lot of times is the right answer. I do think that it always presents, you know, sad or bad emotions well, it's because you go and, and everyone if you want to get married and you're about to legally get married you go into it thinking that this is forever forever yeah you don't go into it some people maybe go into it thinking a couple maybe. weeks <laughs> yeah yeah i don't know yeah but i i do think that's kind of a i mean i i think of that as a harsh reality yeah just kind of the way i think i probably have traditionally thought about marriage and relationships and that's sad to me I mean I think like another part of my like mental block when I think about harsh realities and protecting myself I think about having kids and I'm like I know that when we have kids our brains are just going to be trained differently because we're going to have this like life that we're going to be so worried about and right now we don't have that Mm-hmm. We do not have a response besides Willow, <laughs> but we don't Love have a child responsibility that it probably puts so much pressure on you and so much like, there's just, I just worry about like, I worry about something happening to my child that I don't even have yet. Yeah. That could give you little guys a little bit of background about <laughs> what type of person I am. <laughs> yeah. But then I'm like, well, maybe I just shouldn't have them because then I just don't have to worry about that. 
Yeah. You know, it's like, ugh. <sighs> Julia, you need therapy. Yeah. <laughs> life is hard and thinking about life is hard. Yeah. I think that's like the whole point is like life is really hard. Mm-hmm. And, and like, as you get older, you realize like, cause when you're a kid, Oh, this is how it started. Remember we were on the beach this past weekend and we saw that kid. He was probably like four and the ice cream guy was walking by and he lit up. He was like, I've never seen like a bigger smile or like laugh on this kid's face. And I was just like, remember when you were like five and you didn't care about shit Mm -hmm. and all you cared about was good. You were positive. Yeah. Kids are positive. Mm -hmm. Like, and if they're not, it's because they're not getting something they want. Like, And they just are so pure and yeah. like he was just so happy. All he wanted was ice cream. He was happiest. He didn't care about what he was doing next week. He didn't care about what he wasn't doing. He didn't care about his relationship with his mom. Like no. he doesn't care. Doesn't care. And it's just so yeah. pure. And I was like, oh my God, life just gets really hard when you grow up. And when, I don't know why, I don't know why it's like that, but just yeah. you become responsible for things and responsible for feelings and other people's feelings. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I saw another uh, stat that was talked about um, the amount of times a child smiles slash yeah. laughs a day. I, I forget the number I think you now. You said 60. It, yeah, it was like uh, 60 times per day, every day, a mm-hmm. child smiles or laughs. Yeah. And then compared to uh, adults, adults, the number was like 12. Like yeah. It was like significantly different. I was just like, man, how do we how do we get back to like smiling and laughing? Mm-hmm. And somebody actually on Facebook the other day shared a it was a like an older couple, and they were like in the bathroom. I I don't know exactly what they were doing. It was something like goofy. And um, Wait, what was this? Just like a picture with like a comment. Oh. And but the, the so the picture was this like older couple in the bathroom like being silly with each other. And the, like the caption over it was, you know, everybody says they want to find their soulmate to grow old with. Mm -hmm. I always say, I want to find my soulmate to stay young with. Yeah. And it's like. Well, they both have good meaning. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like the, the sentiment behind them are both really positive. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know. I think me, I'm kind of like, yeah, I do want to stay young. I want to find ways to like always have fun and enjoy and like. Yeah. I think you want to, of course, I want to grow old with you. That's because I want to make it to be old. Yeah. I mean, I don't. But I don't really want to be old. I just want to live to be old. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I don't want to be like that old grumpy person. I want to be that old person that still acts like they're 18. Mm -hmm. But um, so I think that takes us to the the last and probably the hardest, saddest. What? Harsh reality. It's just about like aging and death. Yeah. And, um, I, I always say when somebody's telling me like, oh, I'm getting old, I'm doing this. And I'm like, well, it's better than the opposite. And people are always like, oh, like the opposite would be getting younger. I'm like, no, getting younger is not an option. The other option is death. You yeah. either are getting older or mm-hmm. you have died. Yeah. And it's such a, me being like the emotional being I am. Mm-hmm. To me, it's such a hard pill to swallow knowing that everybody around me is aging and getting closer to death. Like every day that comes and goes, you are one step closer to death. And yeah, it's sad. Yeah. (laughs) It's really sad. And it's, it's why like that is, it's sad but at the same time like think about like when you are born you don't really understand that like death is a thing and for some reason whatever we're doing we live on this weird rock Mm -hmm. and death is something that we all know is gonna happen and you're not like you're not taught about it and for some reason it's something that humans don't understand and we can't get a grip with like we can't come to terms with it we're like animals don't know and they don't care yeah. But like, for, I almost wish it was like that. Like, why do we have to have this sense of like fear towards it? Yeah. Some people probably don't, but I think like the majority of people, it's like, we don't understand it. So that therefore we're like constantly thinking about it. And it's like something that we all have to come to terms with. I think like mm-hmm. when I, I remember being really young, like being a kid 
And I feel like I remember not like a specific day, but I remember like moments where I was like, wait, like we're going to die. Like maybe because you see it in movies and then you yeah. kind of realize you're like, wait, we're like going to die one day. Like that's kind of scary. Like what's mm-hmm. going to happen after that? Yeah. And then you're like, parents are kind of just like, yeah, like you just start to learn and you're yeah. like a kid. Yeah. It's yeah. Crazy. I think you're like everybody's first interaction with death. That's is, where anxiety hits you. Yeah. It's like <laughs> where you learn about it. And yeah. I, I remember um, I spent two birthdays I think my ninth and 10 year old, nine and 10 year old birthdays, I was at funerals. On your birthday? I think it was on my birthday. The one was my grandfather and the other one was uh, like a super close family friend. Mm. And I just remember like, I don't know. I I remember the following year dreading my birthday coming because one was of course thinking, well, who's going to die this year? Yeah. Um, but I do remember like feeling of, okay, it's my birthday. I'm supposed to be happy. Everybody else is supposed to be happy, but we can't be happy because of death. Yeah. And everybody was sad. And like, I I still remember the year my grandfather passed away. Like I remember the birthday gifts I got that year mm-hmm. and they were like so bad. And it was just because I like knew my mom like didn't have the energy to put yeah, into like the these time games. and thought. I, remember, yeah. I got a rainbow jump rope <laughs> and I got a, um, they were like glow in the dark markers. And I was just like, <laughs> and you're this, 10. Yeah. And I was like, this is something that she had in her closet and yeah. wrapped it and just gave it to me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and I remember like, yeah, but it's that, I think once you learn and understand like really what death is is when you can start the process of being not okay with it because it doesn't mean it's not going to hurt like hell when mm-hmm. somebody close dies like it yeah. is you yeah. can't fight that emotion but you can i think just acknowledge that it's going to happen i also think it is gonna talking happen. to people about it makes it help more helpful because like we've like talked to my parents before about like my mom's always like, you know, if something ever happened to me, like I would just really, I want you to be happy. I would want you to move on and blah, blah. It's like, that makes me like want to cry thinking about that. But like, yeah, I think when you talk to other people about it, you both realize that it's going to happen yeah. and you both have to be like, like one day when my mom dies, I'm going to want to be like, this is what she said to me. This is what she, she's okay. And this is what like yeah. she would want me to do and like that'll be hard to get to mm-hmm. but at least we had like conversations about it where I, otherwise you're like i have no idea mm-hmm. you don't think you know how they are you don't think they know what you want yeah what they want for you it's like yeah yeah i do think talking about it and i this is one of those where julia you and i differ because for for me it is like a spiritual thing and like mm-hmm. i definitely believe in you know afterlife and i think that Um, definitely believe in afterlife. And I think that provides me a little bit of peace Mm -hmm. when it comes to death. I mean, I think about my grandmother who recently passed away. Um, you know, she had gotten to the point where, and she was comfortable communicating this to people that she was saying she was praying to die. Mm -hmm. And in, in like hearing that, it's kind of like, Oh, that's really sad. Like nobody should be praying for that. Like that's, but it, she it's lived her really life quite beautiful when you think about it because she was so comfortable with the life that she had lived yeah and she was so comfortable and confident in what the afterlife was going to bring her that she was like i am ready to that die. is the best case scenario yeah. in life yeah to be however old she was like 92 yeah yeah she made it she literally a long she life. made it yeah she had a long <laughs> life and you know, it got to the family. point where her body was given out, her mind was given out. So it was like, what's the point anymore? <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I mean, she got to the point where it was like, and I think a big breaking point for her was her memory started to go. So when, and she has nine kids, when she yeah. would see her kids, she wouldn't necessarily remember them. Yeah. So it was kind of like, I don't, she didn't remember people. She couldn't, you know, physically do much. Her mind was going. So she was just like. I'm I'm okay. This yeah. isn't this doesn't need to be a sad. Yeah. Like it's sad because of loss and change and mm-hmm. you know memories that you think back on. Yeah. 
but it's not sad in the sense of like that that like, is what's going to happen and yeah. that's how you want to die that's exactly because that die. is she won i mean the the flip side is um this is actually really sad last week i was with one of my i mean one of my best friends and he had recently lost a cousin who was in his mid 20s who uh passed away suddenly Mm -hmm. and this is somebody who had a long-term girlfriend had close family um couple siblings health issue right yeah he had a long term but nothing like terminal like he had it was very very sudden yeah tragic sudden tragic and like that is the flip side of you know comparison to my grandma but both of them don't again don't need to be um not sad because again they are really sad mm-hmm. but it, it it can be something that is okay yeah and it, i'm not going to say it's going to be good because it's not going to be good there is going to be a lot of pain and growth through mm-hmm. it but it can be okay yeah i know it it's <laughs> It's one of those things where it's like, I'm glad we're talking about it. I'm glad. Um, All right. We need to leave a positive spin on the episode so we can. Yeah. yeah. Pull it all together. Pull it all together. And yeah, the I, point yeah. is that we don't have control over most things. Yeah. So all you can do is live yeah. in the moment. Mm-hmm. And living in the moment doesn't have to be so like, how am I living in the moment? How am I doing? Like, it just like. Yeah. You ha- we had a really good weekend. We were living in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, I think the big takeaway or the big pull it all together is like yes, like live in the moment. Enjoy the process of it all. Like don't think about making it to the top of the mountain. Think about enjoying the journey to where you're going to get, where you're yeah. going to end up. Um tell your the people you love, don't be afraid to say I yeah. love you. Be kind to people. Be kind to yourself. Yeah, be kind to yourself. That's a good one. Live in a way like every day could be your last. And if you are in this afterlife, will you look back and be like, wow, at least I I lived, you know? Yeah. And I made people happy and I was happy. Mm -hmm. All right, we have to end this because I don't want to talk about it anymore. (laughs) Because I'm about to start crying, so... (laughs) All right. Well, thanks everybody for for sticking along, sticking around for the whole episode, and uh, if we, you hope, made we it. hope you enjoyed. Let us know um, what you what you think, your thoughts on this topic. You know. Yeah, and enjoy the rest of the week, and see, see you, you next, next week. week.